It's a Northwest Lifestyle Weekend on Como News. Welcome to the Fast Lane. Nick Miles is our auto expert, so drop it into gear. It's a green flag. Here's Nick. It's America's Car Radio Show at the Our Auto Expert Studio. They have uh, they spent about $10 million on uh, developing this studio for us. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, there's buttons. I don't even know what half these buttons do. We're going to try and press some of them today and see what happens. Uh, this is your Car Radio Show. We're going to spend the next two hours talking about out the things that we love in the world, have a gas pedal and uh, go fast. That's uh, cars, trucks and SUVs. Uh, let me introduce you to the crew briefly and then we're going to get uh, to one of our esteemed special guests. Uh, you will know Ryan from the radio show uh, previously. Uh, Ryan Hennan is, uh, is our producer from the television show. Uh, he gets to come along with me to uh, all these brilliant events around the country, the car junkets, and uh, drive super fast, gasoline-sucking, massive, big, chunky, 797-horsepower cars. It's a very long intro for like a little part I play. This is this. all you get, the whole show, okay, by the way. Good. I'm turning your mic off for the rest of the I'm show. I'm going to live this up forever. Um, uh, Megan's here. Uh, Megan Riston is uh, from mummytravels.net. Um, she's kind of my partner in crime. We do a lot of road trips together, and uh, her kids pay me to take her away for a while. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Megan's son, Noah, is in the studio. Noah doesn't say a lot, though. Uh, he's, our, he's our new intern. He just smiles. Hi Noah. Hello. How's your uh, How's your internship been so far? Riveting. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was I've been totally nice to Noah. I haven't <laughs> dropped him in the deep end. So I was looking through uh, a lot of the press coming up the last few months and uh, noticed that the Lincoln Navigator has been getting an awful lot of press uh, on, especially awards it's been winning. We uh, We had it as part of the Automotive Video Association uh, cars at the uh, Mountain Runoff this year. I got to drive it for a week or so. It was pretty uh, pretty outstanding vehicle. Uh, Megan McKenzie on the phone with us this morning to talk about uh, J.D. Power uh, winning a bunch of these awards. Good uh, good day, Megan. How are you? I am doing great. Hello. So you uh, you make an extra shelf space for the awards that you're winning for the, uh, for the, for the Lincoln? <laughs> we are very excited with the awards that Lincoln's been winning over the past couple of years. It's, it's been a really great time for the brand. So did it kick off with the North American, um, ut- was it the North American Utility Vehicle of the Year? Was that the first one? Yeah, the, it was the North American Truck of the Year was actually right. um, yeah. the award that we won at the beginning of the year for Navigator. Um, really kind of set us off and kicked off the year. Um, but Navigator... Navigator's really been on a roll. It um, had a lot of momentum. We can barely keep them on the dealer's lot. They've been turning at a rate of about 13 days. So it's been really exciting for us. And this is just one of the new vehicles that are coming. Uh, there's the so the Navigator. The the second one has already been announced, which is the is it the Nautilus? Uh, yeah, the Nautilus comes out later on this year. And then the um, Aviator we launched a new yeah the Aviator, and um, we've refreshed the MKC too with the 19 model here, getting a you know similar look and feel to the Navigator that you see on the road. So really, lots of changes, a fresh lineup across the board, and and so excited as a brand to be recognized. Um, by J.D. Power with the Appeal Award for Navigator. Yeah, so tell us exactly, because it seems to have won quite a bit in the Appeals Award from J.D. Power and Associates. So what did it win? So what's really fascinating is, well, let me explain. J.D. Power Appeal is it's a, an award that is customers that have owned Navigators that have just purchased the new 18 model year, and it, it ranks 
how happy they are with different technologies or features, such as when they put their foot on the accelerator, how, how much power does it have when they sit in the driver's seat? How comfortable is it? How easy is the technology to use? Um, so it's one thing to build a great product, but it's really another thing to see the customers recognize the vehicle um, as being great. And that's what happened with the J.D. Power Appeal Award. So Navigator is the first American vehicle to be ranked as the most appealing vehicle in the entire industry by J.D. Power Way Appeal. So not just winning its segment, but it was the number one ranked vehicle in the entire industry, including premium, non-premium, just everybody. Uh, we're, we're crashing into commercial time. Megan, thank you so much for joining us. Lincoln Navigator walking away with J.D. Power and Associates Awards. Our auto expert has tons of stuff. We have a packed show. We're going to talk about some really cool road trips coming up. More Our Auto Expert with Nick Miles is coming up on Como News. Start your engines and they're off. Back to Our Auto Expert, Nick Miles. This is Como News. If you, uh, if you love cars, trucks, SUVs, you are in the right place. And of course, traveling. Uh, Ryan, Noah, Megan here in the studio with me. I'm Nick Miles. So, Megan, we just got to spend how many days on the road together? Uh, I think five. Five days? Did you physically want to harm me by the end of those five days? Only twice. Only twice. Yeah. Uh, we did Mini Takes the States. It, it started here, and we're going to talk about it in the second hour of today's show, but it started here in Portland, Oregon. We drove from here down to the, the final culmination of Mini Takes the States. There was two routes. One started here in Portland, Oregon, drove down to uh, L.A. and then up to Keystone, Colorado. The other version started in, or the East Coast leg, started in Orlando, Florida, drove up to New Orleans, Arkansas, ended up in Keystone, Colorado, where we had a massive party. So I did Portland here, drove down to L.A. Ryan and I jumped a flight to Dallas, Texas, where you may have guessed Megas come, Megan comes from Texas. You might you might have worked that out. You can't go me. to Texas and expect me not to show up. No, you can't. <laughs> she took me boot shop- She took me boot shopping. Yeah, we did. We she, went to Cavenders. Cavenders. Boot City. Um, it was interesting to see how I had no idea. I thought Carhartt was uh, where it was all at. You know, like uh, outdoor gear. Uh, it's not. It's it's Cavenders. Uh, have you ever seen, I, I mean, I, I can't even explain to you, there was miles and miles of boots. I mean, miles of boots. Is it a boot farm? Good. Yeah. It smelled smell, it smell leather. leathery. Yeah. It smelled like Texas. And, uh, and no, there was no manure. There, oh. It was kind oh. of, <laughs> it was kind <laughs> of, uh, it was cool. I mean, I didn't realize you could pay like a car payment for boots either. <laughs> there were some boots in there that were, let me just say, someone had spent a long time in designing some boots. Uh, so we went boot shopping. We went whitewater rafting. What else did we do? Oh, we went to a safari, didn't we? Did yeah, you we drive a the... mini ever? Was yeah, there that was the mini Texas yeah, States. Oh, okay. We drove the mini to, to all these places. Oh, okay. We drove okay. the mini was... through a wildlife safari, one of those drive-through safaris. It's in Oklahoma at the Arbuckle Wilderness Center. They've got a very interesting <laughs> safari. They have animals. <laughs> uh, one of the best things to do in a car is drive through a safari, let me tell you, especially if you have Megan in the car. Megan, why don't you tell the story? 
Oh, there's not much to tell. <laughs> that's a, that's not true. That's, know, a that's a lie. That's a lie. There's lots to tell. So we bought some like animal feed. Well, first of all, let's back up a little bit. Are you we, sure it was animal feed? Where'd we, you guys get it? We went. Wait, no, wait. We were driving from where to where? We we're driving from Dallas. Dallas, where, where we kicked off that morning to Oklahoma City. Right. So Dallas to Oklahoma City. And I'm driving, and you're taking a nap. I'm taking a nap because I was super tired. Because I was as doing. As I drive along. Hey, uh, who's telling the story okay, now? Sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm having a nap, and I get woke up, and the wake up is, hey, we're on this mega road trip. Minnie takes the states. Um, we got. Do you want to go to this safari? I'm like, sure. All right, go on, Megan. Then what happened? So we pull into the safari, and uh, you can get some animal feed. You can feed the animals as you drive through, and they've got zebras, llamas. There's a rhinoceros out there. Emus. What state was this Camels. in? There was a rhinoceros? What yeah. state was it in? It was either Oklahoma, we were in Oklahoma. or was it in Oklahoma already. Yeah. Yeah. It was an Oklahoma we safari. Had over. We were in Oklahoma. Sure, it wasn't a farm. It was about an hour south of Oklahoma City. And uh, so Megan bought three Pepsi cups. They served the animal feed in Pepsi cups. I guess it was to fool the animals that it wasn't really animal feed. I don't know what it was, why it was sold in Pepsi cups. And uh, I told Megan that we can't feed it to the animals unless we know it tastes good. He ate it. <laughs> He ate it the was, food. It was what did disgusting. it taste like? Oh, it was awful. <laughs> it was like eating. Honestly, it was a mixture between dirt and straw. As expected. As it didn't expected. Taste good. <laughs> I did feel a little guilty feeding it to the animals as we drove through the safari park. I watched uh, the video. It looked like they enjoyed it, like they were stealing it from you. Actually. They they were, those animals are aggressive. <laughs> they were she says that about everybody. They, they, they about were surrounding everybody. the car. They surrounded the car, chanting with spears and shields. <laughs> <laughs> It was scary. Their teeth, their teeth coming down to eat the food. <laughs> You'd think Megan would be grasped I'm, by King Kong, it was yanked out the car, and he was swinging her around. Uh, I have never seen anybody scream as much as Megan when that llama put its head in the window. Okay, so I think maybe a fear of llamas is a real phobia. <laughs> like I didn't, I've never had any interaction with llamas. How was I supposed to know I was scared of them? How was I supposed to know you would? I laughed so hard. I thought I was going to stroke out. Honestly, I laughed so hard. There's video of it. Y'all should go watch. Keep listening. Nick Miles, our auto expert, is moments away on Como News 1000 FM 97.7. Como News 1000 FM 97.7. Jump right in and put the pedal to the floor. Our auto expert with Nick Miles continues. If you uh, if you love cars, trucks, SUVs, you are in the right place. And of course, traveling. Uh, Ryan, Noah, Megan here in the studio with me. I'm Nick Miles. So Megan, it was uh, it was a great road trip. Uh, we made a movie out of it. And uh, and then what happened with a zebra? It bit me. No, it didn't bite you. <laughs> It pinned me against the wall. It was horrible. <laughs> it slobbered all over me. It did. It, the zebra put its head in the window oh, to get the food. Because what happens is Megan stick a hand out the window of the car, and the animal would come up, and then she didn't like how close it's getting. So what would she do? Instead of keep her arm as far away from her as possible, she'd bring the food inside the car. Because then what gonna, happens then? Because it's going to oh, bite my arm. The off. animal's head comes inside the car after the food. And then she's screaming because she doesn't understand why the zebra has got its mouth around the steering wheel. When you were paralyzed with fear, it's hard to move your arms. <laughs> I it's know. called llama glamophobia. <laughs> Is it really? Serious? It. It's on Urban Dictionary. It might not be right, but I bet that's what I have. Fla- llama glamophobia. <laughs> 
look, their teeth are hideous. And when they're coming at you like that, like. I somehow ugh. think that Megan sees uh, llamas as zombies. Are we still in the car show? <laughs> yes. Are we watching the petting view? We would on look, a road I trip. I wouldn't be a zombie is... either. Come on. <laughs> we were on a road trip. And this is what you do on road trips. You find fun things to do in America. It's America's pastime traveling on road trips. I mean, think about it. If you're on a super long road trip and you're trying to break it up, you got kids in the car, you want to have some fun. Isn't that a great idea to go through a drive through safari? Apparently not, Megan. Look, I tried to get you to feed them out your side of the window, but you refused. <laughs> no, I wanted them to put their heads in the window and watch you scream because it was hilarious. Evil. It was. And then you you also saw some pretty hideous sights, didn't you? The camel. You wouldn't have been able to get that out of your mind. Oh, the camel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never been that close to a camel before. She, uh, I've never she's... been able to observe a camel. She saw parts of the camel she doesn't want to ever see again. Because <laughs> <laughs> let's face it, a, a mini is kind of low to the ground and the camel's pretty tall, so we had quite the view we of the camel. We could have driven under the camel in the mini. Why'd you look at it? <laughs> <laughs> when it takes up the windshield, there's not much you can do. I don't know, Ryan. Uh, and then Megan, you also we also went whitewater rafting, didn't we? We did when in, we were Oklahoma. in Oklahoma City. Yeah. They have a man-made whitewater rafting. This is all complex. part of our road trip, by the way. This it's is called a road River trip. Sports Rapids, and you can pay and go whitewater rafting in this concrete man-made river. And it was loads of fun, except for the safety briefing. The safety briefing was intense. I people thought, people got up and left. They yep. were so scared. An entire family got up and walked out. I tried to get Nick to leave because I was like, no, this is <laughs> I'm like, no, we're going. The whole idea of Mini Takes Estates was to feed America, raise uh, food and uh, money for uh, feeding America. Also, 3,000 minis doing 5,000 miles in total, 2,500 miles on the East Coast, 2,500 miles on the West Coast. In the second hour of this show, we're going to have a guest come in, uh, Ryan Dooley from um, Mini of Portland in Portland, Oregon. He's going to come in and talk to us a little bit about Mini Takes the States and how we did on that road trip. Also coming up in this show, we're going to get to talk about the new Honda H. RV, uh, the 2019 version. We took a trip to Germany. Uh, Ryan and I drove the brand new Bullet from the Steve McQueen movie and the new Red Eye from Dodge. Also, Perry Stern from, uh, he's going to join us. He's from MSN Autos. Uh, he's going to talk to us about uh, some of the cool things that have been going on. He was on Mini Takes Estates as well. And Anton Warman, the crazy professor with all that's going on at Tesla. Homo News 1000 FM 97.7. Our auto expert with Nick Miles will be right back. Our auto expert continues on Como News. Here's Nick Miles. America's Car Radio Show. You're listening to our auto expert in the studio today, Ryan Noah somewhere. I don't know what happened to Noah. Where'd Noah go? I sent him to pay for my parking. Oh, Okay. (laughs) He's out paying. Oh, let's wave at him out the window. <laughs> and uh, and Megan here, mommytravels.net. Uh, you can you know keep up with us on social media twenty four seven hourautoexpert.com. We also have the Facebooks and the Twitters and uh, the Instagrams. You can go onto all of those and uh, just follow the hashtag hourautoexpert. You'll see some of the adventures that we've had. Uh, we recently did Mini Takes the States. Uh, Ryan and I went to drive the Bullet in San Francisco, the Red Eye, which is the new Hellcat in Maine, Portland, Maine, and New Hampshire. And uh, I also got to take a trip to Germany where I went to drive the new Aston Martin DBS, the Super Legera. It's it's spelt Legera, but it's Legera, like lingerie. And I got I got brought up on that, by the way. They, uh, they talked to me about it. It's Legera, not Legera. 
I said, oh, I'm so, so sorry. I'll call it Leggera from now on. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it means super light in Italian. Uh, if you, I don't know if you translate it. Uh, they've had uh, some DBSs and some super Leggera cars from way back when. Uh, DB cars from years and years ago. Uh, super famous. It's a super GT. Uh, 715 horsepower. Top speed, 211 miles an hour. And just to do a little calculation, let's see my high school math will work here. It's about move the four, uh, bring down the nine, cosine it by 82 to the power of. It would take you 13 hours and 15 minutes to drive from Los Angeles to New York at 211 miles an hour. That's fast, right? If only we had a super highway. <laughs> Everyone's sitting here going, really? You just worked know, that man. out in your head? <laughs> you just made yeah. it up. No, it's true. Go work it out. 211 miles an hour. It's uh, 2,754 miles. How fast did you um, get it? 200. Oh, I nowhere close to that. <laughs> 208. 208? No. <laughs> no way. Uh, we didn't have any Autobahn where we were allowed to drive it without oh. speed regulations. I, I drove it on the German Austrian border. Uh, I didn't have any Autobahn where there was no speed limit. So it's a beautiful area. It is. Uh, there's some, some weird history stuff that goes on there. Uh, not whether weird. I mean, it's not weird, but World uh, yeah, World War II stuff. Uh, that's where the Eagle's Nest is. In fact, right above the hotel was the Eagle's Nest, which is uh, Hitler's sort of holiday vacation, summer vacation entertainment home. And it's perched on the middle of this massive rock. Looks like it's about, uh, I'd say, 6,000 feet up uh, above the whole valley. It's really a bit spooky sitting up there. But the hotel was in the cliff right below that. And so we got to look up that every morning when we, uh, when we woke up. However, that aside, the roads were really great. However, my driving partner had a fear of heights, which was an interesting experience when you're driving extremely fast around Austrian roads. <laughs> Your driving partner's not afraid of the speed that you're going. He's just afraid of the cliff on the right-hand side. <laughs> so the higher we would get, the more nervous he would get. And so eventually he made me pull over and he went shopping and bought a birdhouse and some steins and stuff like that because I think he, <laughs> he just didn't want to be in the car anymore. He was just kept looking over the edge of the cliff. Well, all right, we're doing 100 and Ryan, that's something. weird. It wasn't Ryan. <laughs> it wasn't Ryan. <laughs> oh, okay. It was uh, it was somebody else who should remain nameless. Uh, the car is pretty amazing. Carbon fiber hood. Now, I don't know if you remember the original Aston Martin DB11 had an aluminum hood. And this was the largest piece of manufactured pressed aluminum that they'd ever had. So Aston Martin had to go out and find a company that could press this hood into a single piece. Now, for the Superleggera... They actually made this hood out of carbon fiber to make it lighter, super light, lighter car. Had to get the, the body weight down. So all the money in engineering they spent on making this aluminum hood has gone out the window, which is kind of interesting. Uh, big brakes on it, a fin, aero fin on the back, which actually doesn't retract. It has to be there all the time because the car is so light now, it needs the fin downforce, the aero blade on the back to keep the car on the road. Because if you don't have that, the back end will lift up off the road when you go too fast. Don't you hate that? Well, I, hate, I hate it when the, the back end lifts up. Stay tuned. There's more to come with Nick Miles on Como News.
It's our auto expert on Como News. Here's more with Nick Miles. It is a beautiful summer this year in the United States, and that means you should be hitting the road and getting out and driving and having some fun. I've been uh, test driving some really cool cars around the world. Um, You have too, Megan, haven't you? What have you driven? I've been driving around the 2018 Nissan Armada. We just took it camping. And how did that go? It went really well. I love that. I love the Armada. It's it's the biggest SUV that Nissan make. Yeah. I I love it. I love being in a great big big vehicle. Oh, I forgot you're from Texas. I call it the Armada because it's huge. Mooming huge? Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Armasivda? Like yeah. Might have been a better word. Armasivda. <laughs> I guess Texas. <laughs> Armada is uh, what they used to call the Spanish ships, a massive gathering of Spanish ships. Oh. So I guess that would make sense, wouldn't it? The Armada. Huge, huge. as big as the Spanish Navy. <laughs> uh, did you... Uh, it does see date. Did, why do you... What, what are the features on the Nissan Armada that makes you smile from ear to ear? Well, I mean, the kids can spread out. Obviously, but my kids are teens, so He's they need a lot of room. Me. Yeah, that they, they had the dual um, TVs back there, so they were watching their show while I listened to my music. I like that rearview mirror. That if you flip, oh the camera one. Yes, it's got the built-in camera. So when you flip the rearview mirror forward, because I had camping stuff, I packed that thing. I put so much stuff in there, I couldn't see out the rearview mirror, but it didn't matter because when you flip it forward, there's a camera. And it shows you what you would normally see out the rearview mirror. All right, because it, it, yeah. Does every you know how, everyone knows how a rearview camera works, right? It's a little camera on the back wind of the back of the car rather than in the window. So this is you, the first time I've ever seen one. Really? Yeah. Did it, it make you motion sick at all when you were driving? Makes me motion sick. No, it didn't bother me okay. at all. I thought it was fantastic. A lot of people say that it doesn't make them motion sick. It's it does me. Ass. Yeah. yeah, I get a little bit like, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting used to them now. So many cars have them. Uh, the, uh, it's cool the when you're Buicks backing up, them. but when you're just driving down the road, it's kind of... Where were we? We were with one somewhere, Buick. It was yeah. the Buick Enclave. Avenir. Yeah. Was it the Enclave? Yeah, it's the new We were with the Enclave, Enclave, the Avenir Enclave, and we were in a traffic jam, weren't we? Mm-hmm. And some guys got out of their car, and they were standing behind us, and I looked in the mirror. All I saw was groins. Oh, <laughs> it was weird uh, because you know you, objects and mirror maybe <laughs> closer than they appear. Uh, yeah, I like those ideas. Uh, Ryan and I have had a spate of driving some really cool cars. We went to San Francisco to drive the Bullet, and we're gonna do a whole show on the Bullet. Uh, it's the Mustang Bullet from the movie 50 years ago. Steve McQueen racing around the streets of San Francisco. Uh, the sound of that new Mustang Bullet. Woohoo! They got it right. It finally burbles. It's got yeah. a burble. It, they got everything right. Plus the cue ball shifter. They gave us a wine stopper that was a cue ball shifter too. Uh, there was like a gift that they gave us just so we could remember we had that and not a bullet. I'm never going to get rid of it either. <laughs> I think they expected that. They expected someone to sell them? What? Yeah, probably. Some people that don't care. That's just such a cool... Like he he wanted that cue ball shifter and Steve McQueen yeah he yeah, did, he they, had like had eighteen these... cue ball shifters they got and he liked that one the best yeah. and put it in the car. Uh, it has the old car from the movie was there the first time it's ever returned to San Francisco. They had it on display at uh, this little museum, the candy store in uh, San Francisco. So we went in there. And the original Mustang from the movie was there. Where can then, you typically see that car? You can't. It's been hidden away, locked away for years and years and years. This is oh, the first wow. time they've dragged it out. And uh, it's still in running condition. And the owner and his mom used to drive it to school for like 13 years. She was her daily driver to school. That's oh. what he rode to school in. Yeah. Just a movie like Steve McQueen's Mustang.
Keep your radio tuned to Como News. More Our Auto Expert is on the way. Nick Miles, and this is Our Auto Expert on Como News 1000, FM 97.7. Thanks for being a supporter of the show and uh, to give you access to the show 24-7. There's something really easy you can do. Uh, just go onto that interweb device that you have uh, somewhere in your house, either that's your cell phone, your computer, your tablet, and uh, you can connect with Our Auto Expert by going to our website, which is ourautoexpert.com. You can also do something kind of cool, which is follow the Our Auto Expert hashtag. And that hashtag can be followed on uh, Instagram. Once you follow that hashtag, every time we post something really cool, whether it's a picture of a brand new car, a piece of technology, or something celebrating the history of automobiles, it'll pop up in your feed. We also have the Twitter. You can follow myself at Nick J. Miles and... The C is missing out of my name, just in case you didn't know. That's N-I-K-J-M-I-L-E-S. You can follow me, Twitter, Facebook. We have all those uh, technology things that you can do. So please find some time to follow us, and uh, we will relay all the latest car information from auto shows around the world, plus all the new cars that are coming out. You can find out about them first before anybody else does by just going onto social media and following our auto expert or myself. Como News. There's more to come with Nick Miles. Stay tuned. Our auto expert will be right back. It's a Northwest Lifestyle Weekend on Como News. Welcome to the Fast Lane. Our auto expert with Nick Miles continues. Uh, we've officially deemed it a car weekend every weekend. Uh, Megan and I and Ryan recently did Mini Takes the States and uh, from Mini of Portland, Ryan Dooley in the studio with us. So the kickoff was uh, probably pretty good for you since we did it in the West Coast, right? I I know we had a lot of fun. It was uh, it was great getting all the you know eight hundred plus mini cars together, you know three thousand plus you know uh, participants. You know it was it was huge. And uh, on the Friday morning, if you drove if you're in Portland and you drove past the mini dealership um, on Canyon Road, uh, I was out there doing live TV. And I think we had about 30 or 40 TV stations. We uh, we did some live TV from there. And it was crazy. People were driving past and uh, they'd just seen us on the local station or honking and uh, fanatical mini fans. Just and Megan, you think it's more like a cult, don't you? I do. <laughs> the cult of mini. I'd it's have to different. Agree. Yeah. It, 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 I met people. So I've met some really interesting people on Mini Takes Estates. I met the retired naval officer. Um, Cynthia Womble and her son, Robert, who drove from North Carolina to Portland to start Mini Takes Estates, and then we're doing the whole of the Western route. And Robert is 15 and a half, and he's almost eligible to take his driver's test in North Carolina. So they had to get 60 driving hours in for him during Mini Takes Estates so he could actually go take his driving test. By the time they got to Ashland, which was the first leg, Portland to Ashland, he had 80 hours in already. So it was a lot of driving. Uh, what what does it mean for the mini dealership in Portland to have Mini Takes Estate start in your backyard? Oh, for us, it was just an excellent opportunity to get everybody from the area in at the same place and, you know, introduce ourselves. Uh, Mini's still a really young brand and uh, in terms of, you know. In the United States. Exactly. Where, where's exactly. your dealership at? Uh, we're over by the Beaverton Portland line. Okay. Uh, yeah, just on the other side of town here. If you drive down Canyon, you can't miss it okay. in Portland. 
Uh, did you end up like selling some minis? Oh yeah, we had uh, several people come, you know, right from the event, uh, and then just to buy a car and then to take on the drive. It was, uh, I mean, crazy. And, well, yeah. not that crazy. I bought a new mini for the drive, <laughs> just like a good little cult follower. Yeah, I, oh, you had a nice I, mini for the drive. I yeah, saw yeah. So I bought a. Uh, well, it was a tough, tough to buy my car because. It was a John. I wanted a John Cooper Works Countryman, which is obviously the largest mini that you make. It's the one that has the same sort of interior volume as the Rav Four, and uh, I wanted a nineteen because there was significant technological upgrades between the eighteen and the nineteen uh, Countryman. And so, when I called to try and get one, there was only five uh, five for sale in the country because it was so new. And then, uh, thank goodness for Andrew Cutler at Mini, he had to negotiate with dealers to let me have one. And so actually dealer in Texas gave up one of his. And so I didn't really get to choose what sort of color. I I mean, I wanted all the option packages. So I should say there was only five with pretty much all the options in it. And uh, so he gave up his, he sold it back to Minnie who who then sold it to me, but they, uh, they drove it up from Texas or they shipped it up from Texas. And then uh, Minnie of Portland decided to decorate it for me. And uh, it has the 73 uh, name numbers on the side now, which is the new Mini race car and the new IMSA race car for Mini. So it looks just like that car. And I got black with a red roof. And I'm not sure that was a great choice because black cars are really, really hard to keep clean. Uh, but the red roof part is cool. Um, so I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it, whether I'm going to decorate it out or uh, that. Have you seen it yet? I have not seen it, but now I'm super excited because I'm a Red Raider and we're red and black. <laughs> from Texas. You're a Red Raider from Texas. And it came from Texas. Yeah. Uh, that's goodbye. Now I can get <laughs> Megan's going, burn your car. Can I have your car? Um, I'm going to oh, need to borrow it. I got a bunch of really cool little features on it as well. I got the, I don't know what you call them, the, the thing that goes around the key fob, the John Cooper Works, um, it, so you, you can take off the regular key fob part and you can clip oh, on the, the, little, the little key covers. Yeah, yeah the key yeah. covers. I got my wife the Speedwell one, which is like blue plaid. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I, mine's red and black for the John Cooper Works one. I got that. And I got a John Cooper Works t-shirt, uh, which is really kind of cool. Stay tuned. There's more to come with Nick Miles on Como News. It's our auto expert on Como News. Here's more with Nick Miles. Uh, we've officially deemed it a car weekend every weekend. Uh, I gave my other half the last Mini that, that we bought. And this Mini, um, I keep like saying, well, you know, you have your Mini now and I have mine. Well, aren't they technically both our Minis? <laughs> I keep getting, really, I think we could technically both call them our Minis, right? No, you're not driving it. That's <laughs> my car. You had the last one. I've, I've said that with my wife's Countryman, but it, it's her car. You know, I drive the, the small one. She drives the big M- one. Mini people are very cultish. We don't like anybody to drive our cars. Uh, and I you know I, like, I have six, no, four, I have six vehicles. Four of them are cars. So, you know, it's not like I'm short of a vehicle to drive, but... Ultimately, uh, this is my one. It's brand new. It's nothing like driving. This is the second brand new car I've owned in the United States. Um, so, And how long have you been in the United States? 93. Longer than I lived in England. Wow. That's a long time, right? That is a long Noah, time. Noah, what year were you born? 2001. 2000. I've lived in the United States longer than your son Noah has. <laughs> I've lived in the United States since 1993. I was one, two. I was two years old. 
Megan's trying to do the math in my head now. She's like, you're lying to me. He is lying. <laughs> um, ultimately, Mini is growing as a brand. Uh, it's getting quite phenomenal as a brand. But it is, uh, I think people used to think of Mini as this sort of very inexpensive, um, very sort of plain, stripped-down um, vehicle that was kind of like a cheap throwaway vehicle, but it's not what they like at all now, is it? No, it's not. Um, I mean, I found Mini via BMW. I drove older, small BMWs at the end of high school, and then I saw that the modern interpretation of, of that old idea was the modern Mini brand. Uh, it, they make very practical-sized vehicles. I mean, if you... Yeah. I love the practicality of Mini, and everyone says, what do you mean the practicality of Mini? They're tiny, but they're really not anymore. No, they, no. They're not entirely. No. Well, actually, Megan, did you drive? You had a you had a soft top the day I didn't drive with you, That's didn't true. you? To, to the airport. How, did, how was that? Well, I didn't know how to get the top down, so <laughs> I wasn't was it, sure, so. You didn't put the top down? No. No! And then they were like. Travesty! Then they're like, you idiot. <laughs> you just hit the button, and then you hit the button again. It, uh, I wish I'd, you'd asked for help. You could have probably YouTubed it. There's probably someone on YouTube that would have told you how to get your top down on the Mini. Um, together, we drove. You didn't drive the biggest one, the Countryman. I did not, no. Um, we were but, always in a fairly small. Yeah, we had a two-door, and uh, we had a four-door uh, Mini as well. But you were so super surprised when you put your foot down in it, weren't you? Well, yeah. I mean, the get-up-and-go is phenomenal. You know, I mean, look, when you're usually in a small car, it's... There's not a lot of what it bang for your buck. Yeah, <laughs> they you don't go very fast. It doesn't go anywhere. But this, right off. I wish we had a camera on your face when we uh, when you floored it. She was like, "What? What? What? What?" <laughs> I was surprised. It was. Uh, it they, they are pretty fast. And of course, they have that go kart type handling as well. Oh yes, I. Yeah. What do uh, I know that Mini of Portland? You don't have to buy a new car there because you also work. Uh, a lot of Mini dealers do this too. You'll go out and search for people selling their Minis and uh, bring them into the dealership for uh, you know to, for resale. So it's a good place if you don't want to buy a new car as well. Uh, yes, um, my uh, my boss Jeremy, he's our used car uh, manager. He's always on Craigslist and local auctions and just trying to buy up anything of con- of quality in the area. You know, uh, we uh, we like to see, we like to have the good ones. You know? The best part of going down on Canyon Road to visit the dealership, which I like, is that Minis are fairly small cars. Or they have fairly small footprints. So you drive by there and you have about four times the in- inventory that anybody else of the same size lot has because yeah, it doesn't take much to put like, you know, 40 Minis out front of the dealership because you have the space for it as well. Yeah, we don't paint lines in the parking lot intentionally so we can smush them all in. There is a lot of Minis in the parking lot. And it's kind of fun, too, because you have the Mini have done some pretty wild colors in the past, haven't you? Uh, yes, I think that um, they might have done more versions of the color blue than I knew ever existed. Yeah, some of those colors don't appear in nature outside of Minis. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, and some only when you squint your eyes really hard. <laughs> well, the, and that was one thing that was super surprising, because I know, like the Dallas kickoff, how many Minis were there? A thousand? Uh, probably more than that. And, well, maybe a thousand, yeah. Mini people are very individual. They like to decorate their cars. Have you, done, have you guys had some... Some very interesting minis on the lot that people have done decorations on. Oh, I'll, I'll uh, one you actually got in one of your videos that was covered in bats. Uh, I'll, uh, it's, uh, I believe the name of that particular countryman was um, uh, Cerberus, uh, named after the three headed dog. There. Uh, shout out to uh, please. Uh, Crazy. Who owns that. All right, we'll be back with more Mini Takes Estates on our auto experts. Keep your radio tuned to Como News. More Our Auto Expert is on the way. 
He's Nick Miles, and this is Our Auto Expert on Como News 1000, FM 97.7. Uh, we've officially deemed it a car weekend every weekend. Uh, I gave my other half the last Mini that, that we bought, and this Mini, um, I keep like saying, well, you know, you have your Mini now, and I have mine. Well, aren't they technically both our Minis? <laughs> I keep getting... Really, I think we could technically both call them our minis, right? I don't know. You're not driving it. That's my car. You had the last one. I've, I've said that with my wife's countryman, but it, it's her car. You know, I drive the, the small one. She drives the big M- Mini one. people are very cultish. We don't like anybody to drive our cars. Uh, and I know I, like, I have six, no, four. I have six vehicles, four of them are cars. So, you know, it's not like I'm short of a vehicle to drive, but ultimately, uh, this is my one. It's brand new. It's nothing like driving. This is the second brand new car I've owned in the United States. Um, so, And how long have you been in the United States? 93. Longer than I lived in England. That's a long time, right? That is a long Noah, time. Noah, what year were you born? 2000. I've lived in the United States longer than your son Noah has. <laughs> I've lived in the United States since 1993. I was one, two. I was two years old. Megan's trying to do the math in my head now. <laughs> She's like, you're lying to me. He is lying. <laughs> um. Ultimately, Mini is growing as a brand. Uh, it's getting quite phenomenal as a brand. But it is, uh, I think people used to think of Mini as this sort of very inexpensive, um, very sort of plain, stripped down um, vehicle that was kind of like a cheap throwaway vehicle. But it's not what they're like at all now, is it? No, it's not. Um, I mean, I found Mini via BMW. I drove older, small BMWs the end of high school, and then I saw that the modern interpretation of, of that old idea was the modern mini brand. Uh, it, they make very practical sized vehicles. I mean, if you, yeah, I love the practicality of mini, and everyone says, what do you mean the practicality of mini? They're tiny, but they're really not anymore. No, they, no. They're not entirely. No. Well, actually, Megan, did you drive? You had a you had a soft top the day I didn't drive with you. That's didn't true. You? To, to the airport. How, did, how was that? Well, I didn't know how to get the top down. So. <laughs> I wasn't was it, sure. So you didn't put the top down. No. No. And then they were like, "Travesty!" And they're like, "You idiot! <laughs> you just hit the button and then you hit the button again." It. Uh, I wish I'd you'd ask for help. You could have probably YouTubed it. There's probably someone on YouTube that would have told you how to get your top down on the mini. Um, together we drove. You didn't drive the biggest one, the Countryman. I did not. No. Um, we were but, always in a fairly small. Yeah, we had a two door. And uh, we had a four-door uh, Mini as well. But you were so super surprised when you put your foot down in it, weren't you? Well, yeah. I mean, the get-up-and-go is phenomenal. You know, I mean, look, when you're usually in a small car, it's there's not a lot of what it... Bang for your buck? Yeah. <laughs> they you don't go very fast. It doesn't go anywhere. But this, right off. I wish we had a camera on your face when we uh, when you floored it. She was like, what, 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 I was surprised. It was, uh, it, they, they are pretty fast. And of course, they have that go-kart type handling as well. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. What do, uh, I know that Mini of Portland, you don't have to buy a new car there because you also work, uh, a lot of Mini dealers do this too. You'll go out and search for people selling their Minis and uh, bring them into the dealership for, uh, you know, to, for resale. So it's a good place if you don't want to buy a new car as well. Uh, yes. Um, my uh, my boss, Jeremy, he's our used car uh, manager. He's always on Craigslist and local auctions and just trying to buy up anything of, con- of quality in the area. You know, uh, we, uh, we, like to see, we like to have the good ones. You know? The best part of going down on Canyon Road to visit the dealership, which I like, is that Minis are fairly small cars. Right? They have fairly small footprints. You drive by there and you have about four times the inventory that anybody else of the same size lot has because yeah, it doesn't take much to put like 
you know, 40 minis out front of the dealership because you have the space for it as well. All right, we'll be back with more Mini Takes Estates on our Auto Expert. Como News. There's more to come with Nick Miles. Stay tuned. Our auto expert will be right back. This is our auto expert. Here's Nick Miles. Sunday's car day, of course. That means you're listening to our auto experts on the uh, lap seven of the show. We've been talking to Ryan Dealey from Mini of Portland about Mini Takes the States. Uh, we also got our friend uh, on the phone, Perry Stern. Hello, Perry. Hey, Nick, how are you? I am good. Uh, you joined us for Mini Takes the States this year a little bit, but we didn't get to see each other. No, there's, you know, they were going from different directions, and I guess we were heading towards each other, but never actually crossed paths. No, I think they probably wanted to keep us apart because they, they've heard some of the rumors of what happens when we get together. We do like 240, yeah, kilomet- <laughs> 240 kilometers <laughs> an hour in a car together. Uh, Perry, for those people that aren't familiar with you, uh, explain to us uh, what you do. Uh, I write about cars is really what it comes down to. I've driven pretty much everything that's out there uh, and have a very good time doing it and have my own site, autonxt.net, where we uh, you can find reviews of the latest cars and you can find feature stories about SUVs to buy and, and uh, camping and various other things. I know. So it's I, I've an interesting been, job. I've enjoyed reading your stuff uh, for many years at MSN.com, where a lot of it appears. So, Mini takes the states. Uh, Megan feels like Mini owners are kind of a cult. There's no question it's a cult. Um, <laughs> there was a pause there for a second. I knew it. I, I wasn't sure what we were going <laughs> to expect there. Uh, no, yeah. it 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 is most definitely. I mean, these you know they're uh, it's a big happy family, but. Uh, when you buy a mini, it's it's almost like you, you know. I was going to say it's either joining a club or a cult. Depends on your point of view, I suppose. There is no other club or no other brand of car that that, that does this sort of thing, is there? That's like so fanatical, where the owners will get out and drive five thousand miles. No, I don't think that there is. I mean, uh, the closest thing is probably Jeep, where they get together and go off roading, but it's not quite the same and. I don't think I've ever heard of a story of a thousand Jeeps getting together to go drive around. <laughs> in, in your legs of the drive, did you end up meeting some very cool people? Oh, most definitely. Uh, and everybody is so nice and everybody is so friendly. I mean, basically all of these strangers drive into a parking lot together. Their really only connection is the fact that they all drive minis and they're instantly best friends. I think the the wave off at the every day, and we had one in Portland here where we started uh, with the beginning of the race. Uh, uh, it's done it in Seattle in years gone, but before and several other cities. And every city we go to, there's like a morning wave off. Uh, that's probably the most yeah. crazy time, isn't it? Explain to us what you experienced during the wave off. Well, it's it, they call it a rise and rally, and so it's uh, they have uh, the you know the uh, accessories available so you can go and and get features for your car there's breakfast of course but everybody gets together and starts comparing stories comparing cars you know there's license plates from all over the country uh we talked to a couple that actually were using a countryman to tow a camper uh and they had come all the way from pennsylvania all the way to oregon to start at that side and were working their way across they were going to be gone for like a month and it was crazy. Uh, yeah, and at that point, then when everybody leaves together, it's like a massive. Well, first of all, the port in the morning is like a massive party, right? There's dance routines and there's music and there's speeches, chanting, 
chanting, prayers. Well, you get police escort too, which is always fun. Yeah, yeah that that was the best part of it. I think in Dallas when Dallas, Megan, yeah. yeah, Megan and I were in Dallas, the the police escort was pretty amazing. Nineteen motorcycles, I think it was. Yeah, it was. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so Perry, we didn't the, explore. It wasn't quite as exciting. The the final question I have for you, Perry, is: Would you do it again? Oh, absolutely. I yeah. mean, it's 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 so much fun. Plus, you know, you get to drive a mini, and minis are just a blast. Uh, you know, so it's it's understandable why these people get so excited about their cars. Yeah, I'm one of them, by the way. Just be careful. I'm one of them. Yes, I know. I, I know. <laughs> I'm a mini that owner. Wasn't, that wasn't just sucking up, you know. Uh, Perry Stern, you can read his uh, stuff at autonext.com, nxt.net.net. Uh, uh, and uh, we will be back with more. Yeah, net. We'll be back with more Our Auto Expert coming up next. More Our Auto Expert with Nick Miles is coming up on Como News. Start your engines, and they're off. Back to our auto expert, Nick Miles. This is Como News. Our regular feature. We're here every single week, but that you can follow us 24-7 at ourautoexpert.com. You can hear the past shows there. You can listen to some of the cool interviews that we've had with the head of different brands from around the world. You can find out about our very cool road trips. And, of course, you can go to ourautoexpert.com, and you can actually uh, find out all about the very, very cool TV segments and video segments that we do. You can also see Megan and I's uh, trip around the country on Mini Takes Estates, which we've been talking about this uh, whole show. Uh, that's been a whole bunch of fun. Um, it started here in Portland. Ryan uh, Dooley still with us in the studio and, and Megan as well. Um, Ryan, are you hoping that they'll start Mini Takes Estates here again in Portland next time? I'm hoping, but I wouldn't bet on it. I hope they at least pass through because after seeing it up close, I really want to do it. Uh, I I've li- I lived in Boston when it ended in Boston in 2014, and uh, I barely got a view of it then because I did own a Mini. I just wasn't that into the culture. I'm I'm pushing for Seattle next time. That's, Seattle to wouldn't where? Wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Uh, Seattle. Well, it'll start in Seattle. Maybe going across the country, across the top, and down the East Coast. Are you ending in Dallas, Texas. Yes. <laughs> Megan's going to say yes. Absolutely yes. <laughs> like a big U-shape? Yeah, big. But we did U. We went from Atlanta up the other way. So right. uh, yeah. that, that was kind of fun. So we would like this time, maybe we would go from Seattle across the top of the country and down maybe to Dallas at that time. Uh, that would be fun, right? Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I would do it. Although I don't want to, I'm not sure I want to drive through some of that wilderness out there, especially with Megan. We'd probably end up, one of us would end up dead. Yeah, it'd be, be fun. There'd be, be dragons. There'd be, yes, there'd be a lot of things going on. Uh, every week on the show, we like to have this guy join us. He is our uh, expert. He's actually, an in, officially, he's an independent investor and he's an independent analyst. Uh, but unofficially, he's a he's our crazy professor of uh, of Tesla. A- Anton Warman is on the phone with us. Anton, quarterly reports in from Tesla this week. That's right. Tesla reported quarterly financial results for the Second quarter of 2018 that ended at the end of June. And good, bad, or really ugly? Well, it all depends on your perspective. But uh, bottom line was that they lost approximately $718 million in the quarter, which was roughly on par with their largest quarterly loss previously to date. And that was despite 
having ramped up deliveries of the Model 3 materially in the quarter from a little over 8,000 units in the March quarter to little over 18,000 Model 3 units in the second quarter. So despite growing sales by 10,000 units, uh, they had essentially nothing to show for it on the bottom line. So that was uh, pretty much the sorry state of affairs. So uh, let's sum it up. Where where are we now with Tesla? Well, uh, they uh, claim to have reached the 5,000 a week in terms of production uh, at the very end of the quarter and uh, have subsequently been either reaching or come close to reaching about 5,000 a week Model 3 units since then. They have not delivered quite as many cars inside EVs, which is sort of the neutral arbiter of actual deliveries. In other words, sales of Model 3 units in the United States claims that Tesla delivered 14,250 units of the Model 3 in the month of July. All right, we're going to have more Our Auto Expert next week. And you can, of course, get us 24-7 at OurAutoExpert.com. I'm Nick Meyer. Keep listening. Nick Miles, our auto expert, is moments away on Como News 1000, FM 97.7. Como News 1000, FM 97.7. Jump right in and put the pedal to the floor. Our auto expert with Nick Miles continues. Well, thanks for listening to this week's show. Of course, you can find uh, plenty versions of our previous shows. Well, not there's different versions, but you can hear our previous shows by going to our website. We have a little website that gives you all the information about what's going on in the automotive industry, and that is OurAutoExpert.com. There you can watch videos from television. You can listen to these great previous shows. You can also uh, sign up for our social media. We have uh, three places that social media is very strong for us. Uh, we have about 50,000 followers on the Instagram. You can go there. It's uh, Nick J. Miles, N-I-K-J-M-I-L-E-S. Please feel free to direct message me as well. You can also go to our Facebook page, which is Our Auto Expert. Follow along, and you can see the latest videos that we post there, the radio shows. Jen does a great job of letting you know all the latest automotive news. And there we uh, post all the latest news that happens on Twitter. A very packed place to get lots of information. We'll be back again next week with more cool information about what's going on in the automotive industry and we'll have some pretty amazing guests and i'll update you on the world travel uh, as i go around the world testing different cars yep germany spain lots of places in our future that's all coming up thanks for joining us stay connected stay informed this is como news